you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier, connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host for the next hour or so, Michael Fabiano, along with my pal, the Fantasy Viper, Graham Barfield. And Graham, was it a fumble or was it not a fumble? Um, I don't know. Honestly, can I say I don't (laughs) care? I mean, at this point, it's just like it should have been reviewed. It probably was. It was definitely a fumble. I mean, the ball was out. Um, and, and the Colts probably should have gotten it back. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, we, we've been dealing with this now for we're going on 12 weeks. Yeah, we're going on 12 weeks. And I'm just I think we're all kind of sick of it. And yep. uh, it's diluting all of these issues and the, the refs issues, continued issues. And every single game, it seems like is just continuing to dilute um, these great games. Yeah. Selfishly, uh, I was hoping that that wouldn't be reviewed because I have Watson. Yeah, me too. Fearing yeah. to lose the two points. Yeah. So uh, but in the uh, I guess in the, uh, you know, the world of fairness. Probably wasn't uh, the the for, most for fair what, for the for, what for the Colts. Let's put it that way. For what it's worth, let's get into the game real quick because yeah. I I felt like the Colts' final drive when they were trying to come back and win the game, they just ran the ball for like five straight minutes. It's like, why, yeah. where's your sense of urgency? I, yeah. I get that T. Y. Hilton's banged up. I get that Jacoby Brissett is probably less than one hundred percent on his knee, but like, 
Houston's there defensive was, backfield is a banged yeah, up. I, I was just blown away that Frank Reich decided to take this extremely run-heavy uh, mm-hmm. game game approach this yep. whole game, especially in that final drive. There's no sense of urgency whatsoever to, to, to kind of move the ball against that Texan secondary. So fumble or not, yeah, the Colts missed a golden opportunity. I felt like to, to kind of salt away a game that they could have won. Yeah, uh, before getting uh, into this game a little deeper, let's go behind the glass. Nabil, what's going on, bro? Uh, I'm excited, you know, uh, the Packers to take over the NFC. Oh, here he goes with his Packers. <laughs> You're going to lose this week, though, buddy. I've been going to beat them. Hey, You're going to lose. Pretty well. You're going to lose. Vikings, Vikings are looking pretty good, too. Hey, the Packers beat the Vikings. Ah, uh, here we go. Sure. All right, you're not going to like what I say about Aaron Rodgers later on. Anyways, um, so uh, Deshaun Watson, eh, I mean. 18 fantasy points. Eh, good. I want more. I mean, I said earlier in the week that, like, if he's going to give you – Four-point stinkers, like, you can't call him an elite fantasy quarterback. And, you know, I get the Colts' defense is good. 18 fantasy points, eh, I mean, whatever. I mean, some of the passes he threw were brutal. He had a one yeah. pick. I mean, I know it was tipped a little bit, but still way underthrown. I don't know what was going on there. So uh, not Watson's best game. And, you know, we talk about him being a running quarterback. He only had 10 yards on the ground. So it's not like he's Lamar Jackson. Uh Watson, a decent game. I mean, he's not going to kill you this week, but certainly was hoping for a little bit more, especially coming off of that embarrassing game against the Ravens. Sticking with the Texans, I didn't like Carlos Hyde in this game. The last time he played the Colts, he was bad. Again, I mean, he ripped off that one big run, uh, averaged 4.2 yards, but he had 6.7 fantasy points and uh, no catches in, in that game. And so basically, you know, Hyde's been what he's been. He's a matchup-based guy, uh, volume-based guy. But even with the volume, he, he didn't get it done yesterday with 16 touches. Will Fuller. Oh, yeah. Will Fuller. Now, Will Fuller, it was funny because they showed the the video of him walking through, you know, the stadium, getting ready to go to the locker right. room. He does not look like a football player. <laughs> he just doesn't. He's skinny. He's got the dreadlocks going. He doesn't look like a football player to me. Oh, he but can my run. goodness gracious, when he, he is healthy, run. he can ball out seven catches, 140 yards. I uh, talked about him on NFL Now as a sleeper if he was active, and he was. Uh, was surprisingly, I didn't. Uh, I was hoping Watson would have a bigger game with him there, but uh, he certainly contributed to Watson's numbers. Uh, nuke went nuke, uh, two touchdowns, 94 yards, uh, eight targets, was second in targets behind Fuller with 11. And then after that, for the Texans, it was a whole lot of nothing. Whole lot of nothing. So, Colts side of the ball. The most interesting thing about this game, uh, besides the fact that they just ran the ball a ton and Houston was banged up in their defensive backfield, as I had mentioned, is that Jonathan Williams... Got 26 carries. He got 29 touches. Did Marlon Mack have 29 touches in any game this year? I mean, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. So they went from having a guy who was their featured back into a situation, and I feared this situation. I am not going to lie. When I saw Jordan Wilkins get taken off the injury report, and you look on the Colts' depth chart, and he is the next guy in line, I'm thinking, wow, man, I don't know if I could trust Jonathan Williams in this game. You know, if I knew that Wilkins was going to be out or if he wasn't going to get any touches, I would have obviously played him. He was a good DFS play. I had him in a DFS lineup, but I, I, I faded him in, in traditional leagues because I was I was afraid that this was going to be a three-headed monster. It ended up being Jonathan Williams and his backfield, Graham. It did, and I, I, I misread the situation, too. I was saying all I think we all did. That, yeah, Jordan, Jordan Wilkins was back in practice Monday, Tuesday, returned to a full practice after missing week 11. Um, and I, I think we kind of all expected Wilkins to at least get a few touches. He, he didn't even barely, he barely, Nothing. he barely played. He didn't get a single touch in the entire game. It was just Williams and Naheem Hines. Um, so I, I think, you know, it was one of those one of those situations where the, the injury report and the whole kind of lead up to the game was just 
um, you know, we kind of all misread it. Uh, yeah. It is what it is. And if you nailed Jonathan Williams on, on your waiver wire uh, this, this past week, I certainly yep. didn't. <laughs> I, I, I absolutely messed up the situation and really yeah. wish I had Williams in a few spots where I'm really weak at running back. Yep. Uh, good on you because you, you nailed it. And uh, the return of T.Y. Hilton was, uh, well, frustrating, spectacular. Frustrating. He was on a pitch count, which um, many of us did not know. Uh, going in, I believe Frank Reich had told Fox Sports before the game that he was going to be on pitch count. Uh, so if you missed that, well, sorry about your luck. And it's funny, too, because remember, he had a history, has a history of dominating the Texans. In fact, I believe it was a couple of years ago, or maybe it was last season when he said that NRG was like, he, that's his home. He goes in there and he dominates. And then some of the Texans called him a clown. And then he came into yeah. the game wearing the clown mask. And then yesterday, a bunch of the Texans came in with like, I don't, I don't, they weren't clown masks. Maybe they were like Mortal Kombat or something like that. I don't know. It was like a wrestling Lucha Libra mask. It was something strange like that. And, um, and TY was on the sidelines more than he was in the game seemingly. And he dropped two big passes. So if you started TY, you are not pleased with your life right now. And honestly, not one Colts pass catcher did anything. The leading fantasy point scorer. Eric Ebron with 8.4 fantasy points. Yeah. It, not good. Not good. It was just the Jonathan Williams game for the yep. Colts. And, and it makes sense. I mean, when Frank Wright comes out and wants to just establish the run and run on nearly every single play and just mm-hmm. basically uh, have Jacoby Brissett be a game manager, he was gonna he was bound to smash. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember a sing, single first down play last night, Fabs, where they threw the ball. I mean, it, they just they came out and just pounded it, and uh, Williams had a great game. Yeah. That was it for the Colts, really. That's that's really all that happened in that game for the Colts side. Yeah, that that was it. And um, if Williams is floating out there, I know a lot of people, uh, including myself, when Wilkins was taken off the injury report, I went and got Wilkins. Mm-hmm. And so Williams could be out there in a lot of leagues. Well, it's, guys, so. it's it's one of those things too, because Wilkins, when we've seen him in a very limited sample, he's been very talented. He's yeah. he's had he's had some of the best efficiency in the league when he's gotten snaps. So we were all kind of like, oh, you know, Wilkins is going to play 15, 20 snaps. You know, mm-hmm. it'll be a kind of an ugly timeshare. Maybe Naheem Hines will catch a few balls. Hines played yep. well last night too, but just wasn't enough. Yeah, Williams Williams took all the snaps. Yep. Uh, all right, guys, let's move on to the uh, week twelve matchups because that's what you're here for, right? So let's start off. Broncos, Bills, Graham, what are we looking at for injuries? Yeah, man, this is a, I, I, I want to like this game because I, <laughs> I, I, I love Philip Lindsay in this spot. And I, I, you know, Josh, Allen I do and, too. Josh Allen and John, John Brown, anybody's been, you know, listening or, or, you know, reading anything I've said over the past, like three months knows these are my guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this is a really tough spot here for this, for this Bills team. Uh, yep. I have a lot of respect for the Broncos front seven. I have a lot of spec- respect for Chris Harris, who's going to shadow John Brown. No injuries really to note in yeah. this game. Yep. Um, but it's, it's a kind of a tough game for both sides. It, you know, I, I love Philip Lindsay here. I think he's a yep, must start, but other yep. than that, like it's, it's kind of thin. Yeah. I, if you look at the numbers, um, the Bills, have given up at least a top 21 fantasy running back every week. Yeah. So if you're in a 10-team league, they have given up a high flex every single week. And that is at the top of it, okay? This defense is vulnerable to the run. Phillip Lindsay got a lot of touches last week. It looks like he is his clearly... Maybe not the featured back, but he's closer to a featured back clearly than Royce Freeman is. Get him into your starting lineups. Uh, I, I think Corlin Sutton, and I get it, the matchup is bad. I... 
I've said it on NFL Fantasy Live that he's a must start. I mean, I mean, really, he's getting the targets. He is a guy who is athletic. He's coming into his own. The more I see him, the more he reminds me of Brandon Marshall. I love watching him play. I'd keep him into your lineups. I mean, Noah Fant, again, not great in terms of a matchup, but the targets are there. I mean, he's getting targeted a ton by Brandon Allen. If you flip it over to the uh, Buffalo side, I still like Josh Allen in this game. I really do. Like, I get it. Denver's defense is tough against quarterbacks, although Kirk Cousins carved him up in the second half of last week's game. But Josh Allen is Cam Newton, okay? You can't just look at the matchups based on the passing yards and the passing stats. He is a running quarterback who is going to give you production as a runner. And Denver is not good against the run, so I'm starting um, I'm starting Josh Allen this week. What about Devin Singletary? Every time we feel like he's in a good spot, eh. Yeah, it's just one of those things where Josh Allen and, and, and Frank Gore is just taking all that red zone viability. I know Marcus was talking about this on the show on Wednesday between these two guys, and it's just like, you know, Singletary's awesome, and he's playing a bunch of snaps. He's played well over two-thirds of the team snaps now in four straight games, but he's, you know, basically just been a low-end RB2 to show for it for fantasy. Um, going back real quick to the Broncos side, mm-hmm. Philip Lindsay played in a fully new featured role this past week, played yep. on 63% of the Broncos snaps. Royce Freeman, it was down at a season low snap rate. Freeman has now seen just 15 touches over his last two games. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of like deep 12 team leagues, I think Freeman is, should be on your bench this week in fantasy really for, for the Broncos. It's just Lindsay and Sutton. Yep. Yeah. You can you can stream Fant. It's a bad spot. The Bills right. are really good against tight ends. But other than that, it's it's just those two guys. Maybe the biggest question mark in this game is John it's, Brown. Yeah. And uh, I, listen, if you have depth, if you have Jamison Crowder, if you have Allen Robinson, maybe if you have, you know, DJ Moore, you picked up DJ Chark off the waiver wire. If you have Jarvis Landry, I mean, even Devontae Parker, I'd fade Brown this week. I don't like the matchup against Chris Harris. I just don't. Uh, and Brown's been great. I've been talking about selling high on him all week on TV. So, it depends on what you have. I mean, if you have Terry McLaurin, then you're stuck starting John Brown. Uh, it could be worse, but the matchup clearly uh, is not a favorable one. Now, Giants and Bears. This one is going to end up being a suck fest. I, I don't know. I mean, like, just the game itself doesn't look – you've got – I mean, whether it's Trubisky or Chase Daniel against Daniel Jones, two quarterbacks who turn the ball over a ton, right, in Trubisky and DJ. Um, first off, let's get to the injuries. What are we looking at? Sterling Shepard – I mean, are we going to get him back this week? I know Evan Ingram missed practice yesterday. Yes. And I'm being told by my source that he's supposed to play. But I think I'm going to have to wait until Sunday to find out if Evan is actually going to play. Yeah. Because I'm going to see if he's actually starting himself uh, Red, in our in our celebrity league. So Evan Ingram, is I don't think he's going to play this week. Uh, Red Ellison is also not going to play this week. They're back up tied in for the Giants. He's dealing with a concussion. So the Giants are back down to, to their third and fourth string tight ends with Caden Smith and Scott Simonson. So the good news, Sterling Shepard's going to be back this week. It seems like he's going to return after missing a bunch of time in concussion protocol for this team. So uh, in theory, the, the Giants kind of have like their full... Uh, you know, their full weaponry available between Tate Shepard and Barkley, but it sucks that Ingram is now going to miss his second straight still, game. He still has himself in a starting lineup. So yeah. we'll see right now, right now he does. Um, this should be a smash game for Saquon. The bears have been awful against the run. This is not a game to play Daniel Jones, uh, golden Tate because of the targets. You're going to play him uh, clearly on the Chicago side. And you probably have to play David Montgomery. And I said this on on TV as well that, you know, it looks like, oh, Giants, you look at the matchup. Well, since week eight, they've given up the fifth fewest fantasy points uh, to opposing running backs. Zeke Elliott was the RB23 against them just a couple of weeks ago. So 
you probably have to play Montgomery, but I would expect that if he doesn't get into the end zone, I'm, he's a stinker. I'm way, more, I'm way more concerned about this Bears offense than this matchup. I, I mean, Mitchell Trubisky's, I guess, what about, going what to a, start. What about Allen Robinson, though? I mean, like, sure. regardless, sure. you're playing him. He's yeah. a good play this week. Sure. I guess Mitchell Trubisky's going to start this week after I'm putting this in air quotes, the yeah, hip injury. Yeah. Uh, we want Chase Daniel to start if you're an Allen Robinson fantasy owner. The matchup is so good. I'm, I'm going to go back to A-Rob here in this spot. I know he's busted in two of his last three games, but these Giants <laughs> Corners. The Giants. The Giants corners. Like Jalen Ramsey last week. They, break, yeah, you know? they have no chance at slowing down A-Rob, even though Trubisky is just so brutal. Yep. Uh, I, I, you know, David Montgomery, he's been just a touchdown dependent fantasy option all year. If he yep. doesn't get into the box, then then that's pretty much been it for him this year. It, it just comes down to, do you think the Chicago Bears get into the red zone often enough against right. this New York team exactly. to, to, for him to go off in fantasy? And I think there's a chance for him. Um, he's probably I, a flex starter, but I mean, just, you know, the you know, matchup's not good. They're at home, and I'm, I'm a little bit surprised if, you know, Vegas has them as like four, five, six-point favorites here in this spot, which is mm. pretty surprising. I, I don't mm. think they deserve that that nearly that type of juice but anyway i mean i think a rob's a start i think you can like you mentioned you flex you flex david montgomery and yeah but the matchup's not great uh steelers at Bengals, a lot of injuries uh in this one juju smith schuster banged up uh deontay johnson banged up yep uh we already know that james connor's not going to play um boy what it sucks for for people who have james connor's as i raise my hand because he's just so freaking frustrating uh and just has not been durable uh over the last year and a half anyways um so we're waiting on the status of Juju and Deontay. I would suggest that they're probably on the wrong side of questionable if they're not declared out. And that makes James Washington a nice sleeper this week. Why? Okay, Mason Rudolph is not the best quarterback in the league. We get that. All right. But he's got a rapport with this kid uh, from the time together at Oklahoma State. And since week nine, James Washington is leading the Steelers in targets at wide receiver. You know, I, I like Washington a, a little bit as a sleeper this week, too, because the matchup is so good. I just have no confidence that Mason Rudolph no, I get can exploit it. it. I get it. I, I have no, no confidence yeah. that Mason Rudolph can do anything to exploit it. I mean, Rudolph is just he's been one of the worst, if not the worst starting quarterback in the NFL yeah. over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Jalen Samuel without Connor, I think, is a fine PPR flex play. They're going to get Benny Snell back right. this week off of a knee injury. I'm kind of fully expecting this to be a, just a full on like in terms of snaps. I think it's going to be a, a split. Mm-hmm. But when Jalen Samuels is on the field, he's going to see targets. Uh, Samuels has 13, seven and six targets over his last three games. Fabs on the Bengals side. Yeah. Is it just Joe Mixon? Yeah. Is that it? It is. Can it we is. can we play Tyler Boyd? He no. He to the media last Dude. week he was complaining about just seeing three targets this is obviously a good matchup he's, a- he's averaging seven points yeah. since Andy Dalton was put on the bench the last time he played the Steelers he did nothing right. so uh, Tyler Boyd is a fade for me unless you're unless you're really desperate now when you look at the matchup on paper for Joe Mixon it doesn't seem like it's that great the Steelers aren't as good against the run on the road as they are at home but here's a stat that will make you start Joe Mixon because volume is king in fantasy football all right home teams have averaged 27 carries, third most in the league, and 33.8 touches, which is tied for second most in the league, for their running backs against the Steelers this season. So home teams, odd stat, I get it, home teams are giving their running backs a ton of volume against Pittsburgh this year. So I would expect that Mixon, who's fourth among runners in touches over the last two weeks, is going to get a lot of volume. 
Yeah, he, and volume is going to get him into the RB2 conversation. Right. And he has scored 17 plus points in three straight. Right. So after week six and week seven, or yeah, week six and week seven's debacle where Mixon only saw like 10 or 11 touches, he's yeah. been absolutely hammered the ball. 21, 32, and 16 oh, touches time. over his last three. Con- it's, it's like, whatever. what else are the Bengals going to do? Ryan Finley is just, look, I, I don't want to hate on Ryan Finley. I'm sure he's a nice guy. But go ahead and do it. He can't play. I mean, the guy The guy just has a noodle arm. At He's some point, a, I wonder if they're going to go back he, to Dalton. He has no arm strength. Unless they're just tanking. They are just tanking. I mean, that's the point. That's yeah. the point. They're playing Finley. I mean, he is so, so limited back there. I would love to play Tyler Boyd this week because I, I think he's just overdue for a huge game, overdue for a touchdown, that's for sure. Uh, I, I, it just, I can't trust him. I can't do it either. I mean, 12-team leagues, I think you can play him. Mm-hmm. I think there's a case for him in 12-team leagues, yep. but most most shallower kind of 10 and 12-team leagues. Steelers' yeah. defense is an absolute must oh, yeah. start. Uh, Vance McDonald, I mean, Vance McDonald, you know, he's the Lucy of, of the tight end position. Every time you think he's in a good spot, he pulls that football up yep. from under you. Yep. So, but the, especially with the injuries they have, I mean, targets are there. So he's, he's worth a, a dart throw at this point. Dolphins, Browns. In the first game of the season where I'm actually telling people to start Baker Mayfield, and my mother yelled at me on it uh, on NFL Fantasy Live. I took a cake in the face from Cynthia Freeland for that. Um, Oh, yeah, it was great for everybody else. (laughs) Um, All the cake frosting was pretty good. They needed a softer cake, though. That was hilarious. That cake. It did look. Yeah. It it, it hit my face. It slid off. And then it (laughs) right under the ground. And uh, and then we were offering floor cake to everyone uh, in the crew and everybody on set. Nobody wanted it. Yeah, I didn't but, want um, floor cake either. Yeah, so I got yelled really? up by my mother and got hit with a cake. Um, interesting week for me this week. Uh, anyway, so first off, let's go through any of the injuries that this, this game has. Uh, I don't see it as having too many big injuries. No, the only one is David Njoku set to return from his yeah. wrist surgery. I'm not fully... I'm not, Njoku. Yeah, I'm not expecting him to play nearly a full complement of snaps here. I think there's better tight end streaming options out there but really this whole game is just start all of your Browns I think you know we can confidently fire up Nick Chubb I think if Odell Beckham doesn't score a touchdown this week I'm going to lose my mind and and Jarvis Landry is obviously a great play in this game I mean hell Kareem Hunt dude play him he's good flex play too he has outscored Chubb in two straight games because of his his volume as a pass catcher I think Chubb is going to just go off this week against Miami because their defense is garbage against running backs. They've given up the eighth most fantasy points to the position. So, but yeah, start Baker, start Hunt, start Chubb, OBJ, uh, Jarvis Landry, get him into your lineups. Brown defense as well uh, is a very nice streamer this week on the Miami side. I mean, only the desperate play Kalen Balage. We're going to, that, that should be a song. And Devontae Parker is a nice play. Oh, Devontae Parker's a great play this week. Every single week, this guy is putting up good yeah. numbers. I mean, um, it's surprisingly because it's taken him so long to actually bust out, but uh, Kalen Balazs is a good play this week. Now, this one here, this this game, uh, Tampa Bay and Atlanta, this is going to be uh, a study in the matchups. Why is that, you might ask? Well, if you look at Atlanta's defensive numbers this year as a whole, they stink. They're awful against quarterbacks. They're awful against wide receivers. They've been getting gashed all year long until Raheem Morris took over. Yep. And since Raheem Morris has taken over, this defense is the hottest in the National Football League. Two weeks ago, they held the Saints to nine points. No team in the history of the National Football League during the tenure of Breeze and Sean Payton have held the Saints to single-digit points. Atlanta did in New Orleans, and they were coming off a bye. Next week, they go into Carolina, and I get it, it's Kyle Allen. They crushed, okay? They crushed 
from a fantasy perspective. Sacks, turnovers. Now they got the Bucks, And I feel like I'm the only, and I don't mind being on, on, you know, on this ledger. I feel like I'm the only analyst in the industry who is telling people that Jameis Winston is a really, really questionable start this week. I haven't seen anyone else say that Winston is anything but a great start this week against Atlanta. What are your thoughts? Is is Winston? I think Winston's questionable every single week, regardless of the matchup, just because but, of the nature of the but player. But if he you is. look at, I'm if just, you look I'm at, me- if, I'm just messing. If you look at the matchup yeah. as a whole, no. it's a really good matchup. If yeah. you look, wh- what do you look at? Do you right. look at what you've done over the course of the season, or do you look at what have you done for me lately? No, I was just messing about Winston. So I, I mean, two things here. Back when the Saints were held to nine points, like you mentioned, they lost their starting tackle Andrews Pete in the middle of that game, who's just been a stud for them. And the Falcons just kind of sat back and just blitzed and used a bunch of stunts to slow down Drew Brees and company. And it worked. This past week, they played Kyle Allen, who mm-hmm. melted down in front of all of our faces. So I, I, all I'm saying is, is I, I understand the Falcons have looked a lot better the past couple of weeks. They've played a lot better the last couple of weeks. I just don't necessarily know if this two-game sample size is enough to say, okay, the Falcons' defense is a, a matchup that we should be avoiding. And I, I this week will be the, 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 the true test because – Jameis Winston, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, all these guys are extremely difficult to cover. And the, the Bucks are one of the most pass-heavy teams in the league. I, I just don't th- – I'm not fully convinced. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm behind. Maybe I'm, uh, I'm going to be wrong about this. But I'm not I, – I think I'm with kind of the general mm-hmm. pub public. I don't think Winston's a, a great start this week, but I think he's a fantastic – all right. uh, QB one. I don't think he, I don't think it's a home run play like he was. I felt like Jameis was a home run play last week, and he threw yeah. four picks. I don't think he's a home run play this week, but I, I think he's a solid QB one. All right, we know we're starting. We know we're starting the two Bucks wide receivers, obviously, right? right? Um, we'll get into the injuries uh, in a little bit here. I, I think this is probably a pretty it's a pretty clean straight game. It's a pretty straight. Um, so Graham, I'm going to give you a quarterback, and you're going to tell me whether or not you would start that quarterback or Jameis Winston. Okay. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I think I'd go Baker. Josh Allen. Winston. Aaron Rodgers. Winston. Dak Prescott. Dak. Tom Brady. Winston for sure. <laughs> Derek Carr. Oh, I have this call in the league, and I'm going with I'm going Jameis, but I don't feel great about it. Okay. Russell Derek Wilson Carr. in Philadelphia. Oh, Russ for sure. Okay. Carr. The only thing with Carr versus Winston is Carr, like the Raiders are so run heavy. They're the second most run heavy team of the last. Yeah. Yeah. Weeks. Yep. Okay. All yeah. right. Listen, I'm, maybe I'm going to be wrong. I, I don't know. I, I have Jameis. I'm playing him in a league because yeah. it's a two QB league. I'm playing him. But I feel like I feel like if there's, I, I just, there's quarterbacks out there that you could potentially have that I'd start over it, him this week. Yeah, it's it, not it, it's not so easy as like Atlanta's defense sucks. Yeah, it's not, and they've definitely improved. But I've also seen this narrative that they're that they're blitzing more. I mean, the Falcons are blitzing at the third lowest rate of the last two weeks. Like it's not that they've they've changed their scheme and they're blitzing just this exorbitant amount. They've just played a little bit better. It wasn't. And, it and wasn't, Kyle Allen was horrible last. It week. wasn't even the Kyle Allen game. It was yeah. that Saints game. Yeah, it was that Saints game. Yeah. You know, it, I mean, it was and. I ask you this. Okay, first off, on the, on the Atlanta side of the ball, Matt Ryan's a must-start guy. Yes. I mean, you, you don't need us to tell you that. Brian Hill's probably a fade because Tampa's been really good uh, against the run this season. <laughs> it's funny. Did you see what I put in here? I put in the rundown, Clavin Ridley. That's Whoops. that. Now, I was watching Cheers at the time. <laughs> so, uh, and it, for those of you who are old enough to remember Cheers, maybe the best show ever, uh, Cliff Clavin. Anyways, here's, here's, here's the big one. 
Is Atlanta's defense streamable this yeah, week? Yeah, then you so. can't like Jameis Winston. I, I think they, you well, can't no, like you, him. You can like Jameis Winston in fantasy. No, you and can't. still stream the defense. Because the, thing. the turnovers are going to come from him. Well, right? I, mean, I mean, we've seen Jameis Winston throw four interceptions in game this year and still put up eighteen fantasy. Points. <sighs> I mean, that, that's the, that is the thing about Jameis Winston. You can play Jameis Winston in fantasy. He can throw three picks, one of them being a pick six, and he still throws for like 350 bills and two scores, and he's fine for fantasy. That's the Jameis Winston special, Fabs. I'm so sick of him. You can do it. I'm playing. So I'm play, Look, I'm playing Falcons D in a few <laughs> leagues where I need a defense. We're going to talk about this next week. Because that's, ja- that's the Jameis Winston effect. You, be fun. you can stream that quarterback. You can stream him yeah. and stream the defense against him. It's great. All right. It's like one of the only he's like the only player you can do that again against in the yeah. NFL. It's just it's the bizarro world. All right. It is. Panthers, Saints, uh, injuries in this one. Yeah. Look, Marshawn Lat- Lattimore is not going to play this week. Yeah, again, which, which is, is good just, news for DJ Moore. Yeah, that's just huge. And he's been balling. That is huge for DJ Moore. Uh, he has been, uh, not only has he been balling on the field, he's just had a massive role in this Panthers offense. And I get like Kyle Allen was horrific last week, but this is just another really good spot for DJ Moore. Yep. I think, how do you feel about Curtis Samuel? I can't figure him out this week. Yeah, he's really hard to figure. Uh, I think he's a three or a flex at best. I think so, too. That's where I'm at on him. I, I You know, I, he's going to run the majority of his routes against, like, Eli Apple and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who he can just dust. But yep. I, I, I just, whew, after last week and after yeah, kind of being out on Kyle Allen for he's a little while. Down, it's just, dude. I mean, he, he's had 13 plus in two of his last four, but he's had fewer than nine in two of his last four. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's, it's sort kind of he's been a little touchdown dependent. It's like Marvin yeah. Jones in a bit, yeah. in a little bit. Exactly. Those yeah. two games that he did score a couple of touchdowns. Greg Olson is, is, a, is a play for me this week, um, even though I dropped him in our NFL Fantasy Live League because my thought process was I picked up Jacob Hollister. Oh. I held on to him and I picked up Ryan Griffin. I like his schedule better than Olsen the rest of the way, although they both have good schedules. But yeah, I, I just I yeah, like I, I like. I like Griffin a lot uh, rest of season, but Olsen's a good play. Drew Brees, obviously you're going to play him. Kamara, Latavius Murray. I mean, Kamara's a must-start. Latavius Murray, I mean, is he is he a standalone flex because Carolina's defense is so bad, especially on the road against the run? The matchup is right. Mm-hmm. I, I just, his role, Latavius Murray's role has been just pedestrian. But with, yeah. with Alvin Kamara healthy, I mean, he's yeah. only played on like 31% of the team snaps. He's just around like seven or eight touches per game. Mm-hmm. When Kamara is healthy, I just have no confidence that he's going to get enough volume to warrant starting in my fantasy lineup. Yeah. Uh, and Saints defense clearly a go this week against uh, Kyle Allen, who is uh, uh, maybe he's seeing ghosts. I don't yeah. know because he's 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 uh, he's struggling. All right. Seahawks Eagles. Now, this is another one of those games. Uh, where you're looking at the matchups and you, you, you may be deceived a little bit. So first off, we're going to start off with the injuries. Now, Alshon Jeffrey, the last I heard, is is trending in the right direction. Yep. Nelson Aguilar's banged up as well. Uh, so make sure you're keeping tabs on those. What about Jordan Howard? Yeah, I think practicing. I think Alshon and Nelson Aguilar are going to play this week for what it's worth. Jordan Howard returned to a limited practice both Wednesday and Thursday with that shoulder stinger thing that he's dealing with. It looks like he's going to be a true game time call. And if he does not suit up, I think we can go back to Miles Sanders as a flex option. But, you know, if, if Howard does play, we pretty much want to avoid this backfield as a whole, like we've been doing for the most part. I mean, Sanders yep. and Howard just have been eating in each other's snaps, eating each other's uh, goal line opportunities. It's just not a situation you want to uh, yep. you want to play in fantasy. Yeah. Fabs, the toughest call I think we have maybe this week is what do we do with Carson Wentz? Because right. I think the matchup is good. Yes, I do, too. It's, I do, too. It's just... 
he has been so, so bad for fantasy the last couple of weeks. Over his last six games, I mean... But the matchups have been bad, right? Graham. He's had a really bad... Start. Right, and and he's not had any healthy receivers. Yeah, so so just a couple of updates here. Uh, first off, uh, Ian Rappaport, our pal, saying it's not looking good for Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, Jordan Howard has yet to be cleared for contact, uh, according to uh, Dave Zagaro. Um, that could happen today. So, right, so, so keep tabs on that. And Doug Peterson has said that both Alshon and Aguilar are trending in the right direction uh, to play this weekend. So that's good news for Wentz. I have Wentz as a start. I, Wentz is like, I think I have him at like 10 or 11 uh, at the quarterback position. Yeah. He's he's like a, a low-end QB1. Seattle's defense, I mean, this is the same defense that gave up over 400 freaking passing yards to Andy Dalton. So mm-hmm. it's not like this is a great pass defense. They're on the road. Uh, I think Carson Wentz needs to step up in this game. His team is on the verge of being uh, out of playoff contention, although the Cowboys are going to lose to the Patriots this week. At least that's my pessimistic view on it. So they need to win. And this is a tough game. So um, I feel like Carson Wentz is a play for me. Miles Sanders, volume-based, you know, as you mentioned. I think so, too. Seahawks are kind of quietly really bad against tight ends. I mean, they're giving up the most yards per game to opposing tight ends. What about Dallas Goddard? Yeah, I like Goddard. Sleeper. I like him as a streamer this week for sure. And if Mm -hmm. if they're going to feature Goddard and Ertz in the passing game and what should be a very two-tight-end-centric attack, Wentz Wentz should have a really good game. And uh, Tyler Lockett needs to be uh, monitored. Uh, over the next uh, 48 hours or so. Um, he, I, he was limited in practice on Thursday. so I think he's going to play, yep. though. Yep. I'd be pretty surprised if he didn't play. Uh, DK, good, street, uh, good sleeper this week, although I don't know if he's a sleeper anymore uh, against the Eagles who have struggled against receivers line out wide. Now, Jacob Hollister. Now, Ed Dixon, uh, Dunn, and Luke Wilson with two L's is... Also hurt. Yep. Hollister is going to be a tight end one the rest of the year, guys. Yeah. Now, and I know he comes out of nowhere, but so did Will Disley, really. Okay. Will Disley was showed some flashes last year, got hurt, and then was great again this year. Nobody drafted Will Disley. So here, here's here's a stat that I find very interesting. Okay. Um, the Seahawks have played 10 games this year. In six of those games, their number one tight end, either Disley or Hollister, has scored at least 12 plus fantasy points. And in half of those games, their number one tight end has scored 18 plus fantasy points. So Hollister, who plays the Cardinals in week 16, needs to be owned and started uh, this week and moving forward because Russell Wilson is looking for his tight ends, regardless of who they are, especially in the red zone. I agree. I agree. I think Hollister is a great play this week. They're going to get yep. Ed Dixon back. It looks like he's going to return. Uh, but but Luke Wilson is sidelined, like you mentioned. And uh, I think Dixon will kind of just slide in as that blocker. And Hollister's just been used as kind of a now, slot receiver. Dixon's going on injured reserve. Today? That's what I've heard. Hmm. He's, he was uh, he was hoping to debut week 12. This is from Jeremy Fowler on Twitter. Uh, suffered a setback. And uh, he's, oh, yeah. he's probably done. I missed that this morning. So yeah. um, so it's it's the Jacob Hollister show. Oh, good. In, good in Seattle. Um I don't like either one of their defenses in this game, Seattle or Philadelphia as well. So keep them on the sidelines. Lions, Redskins, injuries. Matthew Stafford has already been declared out. Yeah, it's just Matthew Stafford. And Stinks, they're going to go back to Jeff Driscoll. I'm starting to wonder if Detroit's ever going to play Stafford this year again. I mean, they're kind of out of the playoff hunt. Stafford's, you know, dealing with all these fractures in his back. You know, yep. Driscoll is, has been fine. I mean, he's he is what he is at this point. I mean, he's a 
fine scrambler and he can give you a little bit in the passing game but mm-hmm. uh it, it's the same it's the same show that we've been we've been dealing out here with this Detroit passing attack over the last couple yep. weeks you just start and pray with Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones because the matchup is obviously fantastic yep um Jeff Driscoll's a, a QB uh two a streamer in two QB league Superflex leagues I played him last week against the Cowboys out of desperation and he had a great game he did Bo Scarborough is a flex starter this week the Redskins uh not great against the run assuming that Scarborough continues to be the, quote, featured back because we don't freaking know week to week what the Lions are doing in that backfield. Uh, The Lions defense is a streamable option this week. I don't like TJ Hawkinson because even if the matchup is good, he's not getting it done. Now, here's the two that people are going to be questioning every single week now without Matthew Stafford. Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones. Mm -hmm. What are we doing with them? Look, the matchup is obviously really, really good. I mean, mm-hmm. the Redskins have struggled all year long against boundary receivers. As we know, Josh Norman just isn't the same Josh Norman anymore. That being said, I mean, the, it, it's just it, Kenny Galladay has been just a guy over the last couple of weeks. I mean, this, there's yeah, that one touchdown against Chicago that saved his bacon. Right. And, and that's been about and it. And he had so. one catch for 34 yards against Dallas. Now, granted, the Cowboys, I, I have a lot of respect for the way they've been able to limit opposing receivers yes. over the last two years. But last two weeks, Kenny Galladay has seen 14 targets, and he's caught four of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not good. I, so, I, I mean, look, I, I would love to sit here and say that you can, you can confidently start Galladay this week. It just, it's super dependent on who else you have on your team, yep. and, and there's a lot of really close calls this week. Here's some players that I would consider starting over Galladay this week. Golden Tate, yeah. Tyrell Williams, Devontae Parker, uh, John Brown, Cortland Sutton, Jarvis Landry. I think I would start Jameson Crowder. I think I would start all of those guys over him. Yep. Except for maybe Tate, but even then I think that's really close. But actually yeah. I probably actually I think I would start Tate over him. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would too. So, uh, just I mean I know the matchup's not great, but um, yeah. boy, I'll tell you. The I, volume should be there for Tate. As I said a couple of weeks ago, I miss Matthew Stafford. I may be missing the rest of the season because now I can't start my my wide receiver one uh with Re- any kind of confidence. Real quick before we move on too, I think Terry McLaurin's a really close call in this game too because I mean Detroit is beatable. I think he's going to see a fair bit of Darius Slay, but this year we know McLaurin has been, you know, basically unusable in case Keenum's not starting. Yeah. How, how, you know, how are you treating McLaurin? I, because I don't really have a read. Yeah, on. he's a fade for me. Yeah. Uh, Eight point okay. six fantasy points. That's probably the right call with Haskins under center compared to fifteen point nine when Case Keenum is under center. Darius Slay held Amari Cooper in check last week. I mean, Cooper had one of his worst games of the year. Uh, Slay's playing at a high level. Uh, I can't. There, there is one guy on this Redskins roster that I like this week. Uh, although the Redskins defense, you can you can make an argument, is, is streamable, and it's Darius Geis. And, and let me tell you why. The Redskins need to see what they have in him. Okay, he's healthy. This is a guy who, you know, dropped in the draft a couple of years ago, and he is maybe one of the most talented young running backs in the league. Uh, okay. And I'm not just saying that because he's a friend of mine. This guy is something to prove. The Lions are awful against the run. And I would expect that that Darius would have more touches and play more snaps this week than Adrian Peterson, who's been dealing with a bit of a toe injury. Um, I, I really feel like Darius is a very good flex starter, and he might be better than that this week, Graham. He could end up being in the top 15 at that position. So if you're looking for a flex starter this week, Darius guy should be within consideration. It does look like the the Redskins are going to get Chris Thompson back. He's missed a ton of time with a turf toe injury. Mm-hmm. But you mentioned Adrian Peterson has been banged up for the last like month yep. or so with ankle toe issues. I mean, he, the dude's 33 years old. And he's a total freak, but it's yep. totally, totally understandable that he's dealing with all these kind of small injuries with his uh, lower body. I, th- I think we'll see guys' snaps uh, tick yeah. up this year. I you th- would think this so. This week, I think he'll out. I think he's going to lead that team in snaps. I would week. think so also. And touches uh, Raiders, Jets. 
Yeesh. Injuries. What do we got? Yeah. Pretty Raiders, clean. Raiders-Jets is a very clean game. Uh, I don't think it'll be very clean to watch, though. I like the Raiders side quite a bit. I, I yeah, think, there's a lot to like there, I think. I, I think Josh Jacobs and, and Tyra Williams and Derek Carr are all good plays. Darren Waller has been, I, I mean, look, tight end is just absolutely terrible. You likely don't have many better options yeah. this week yep. than Waller. But uh, but yeah, the Raiders side is really straightforward. I think the Jets side is where all the questions are. Yeah. So so your car is a good streamer this week. Jacobs is a duh. Tyrell Williams is a nice play this week. The Jets have given up 10 touchdowns and the sixth most fantasy points to receivers lined out wide. Williams is running about 73% of his routes out wide. So uh, he is a nice three flex. Hunter Renfro, even in deeper leagues, yeah, is getting targets. Like that, Raiders defense uh, is playable because Darnold is, is not adverse to turning the ball over. I do like Darnold in this game, though, as a as a as a super flex QB okay. two, uh in two QB leagues as well, because he's given you 19 plus in two of his last three at MetLife. Uh, he, his last couple of games, you know, throw that Patriots game aside where he had the negative 6.66 fantasy points. Yeah. He, he's, he's been playing Ghost better. Buster. Yeah. He's been playing better. So again, same as, same as card two QB super flex leagues. Le'Veon Bell is a play. Jamison Crowder is so yeah. good. Oh man. Lately. I love three Crowder straight 18 plus Raiders giving up uh, the fifth most points, I believe to the slot this year. So get him into your lineup and then Ryan Griffin, man. Yeah. Listen, dude. We all like Chris Herndon for a reason. Yeah, it was okay? a, great, a great Talented call. guy, yeah. and Donald likes to throw to the tight ends. Yeah. And you, uh, now you, Griffin is going to get those targets. Yeah, you were all over Ryan Griffin last week. I wish I had listened to you because I needed him in a few spots. If I'd I didn't think he was going to have that good of a game. Oh, well, yeah. But, of course. I mean, I mean, over 100 yards and five yeah. catches and a score. So, that was fantastic. Dude, I'm I, with you. I yeah. think Griffin's a great streamer again this week. I got Griffin and Hollister in my top 10 this week. Well, that's just the nature of the yeah. I mean, right now. it's bananas. Hey, here's a fun, fun hypothetical. Darren Waller has been just meh over the last couple of weeks. Right. Would you start Hollister or? I'm starting Waller. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I'm starting Waller. Uh, it's close though. It is. It's, 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 it's close, getting dude. closer. It's close. I think it's that's close. the point. Yeah. Uh, Jaguars, or as some people like to call them, the Jaguars, which is I used to call them the Jaguars. Not when they were and terrible. You, <laughs> was it was it to insult them or because that's just how you said Jaguars? No, is well. I mean, it was just to insult them, obviously. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever, whatever you call them, they're playing yes. the Titans this week. Yeah, they are um, playing the Titans this what, week. What do we got for injuries? Uh, yeah. Looks pretty clean. Looks, It does. Corey Davis. I think Corey Davis and Delaney Walker are going to return for this Titans team this week, which pretty much makes their entire pass-catching corpse very, very thin for fantasy. They're going to just spread their targets. Nobody like, to start. Yeah, like they've been doing all Except year. Except for Derrick Henry. That's it. Yeah, I, I think the Titans side, it's just, it's just Derrick Henry this week. You can maybe stream Ryan Tannehill in deep leagues but other than that it's just uh yeah i just i just got a note um and i am i'm gonna have to make a phone call to my source here evan inger's been ruled out yeah he didn't practice all week i know i wanted him back well i did too and we, we darn need, it we need evan ingram back we do need evan ingram back uh so yeah so um brian griffin yeah jacob hollister go get him no offense they're out there they're out there, guys, uh, in some of these non-competitive leagues. Go out and get them. So back to the Titans side, I think we agree that Derrick Henry is probably the only guy you can start. Ryan Tannehill, oh, Der- two Der- QB Superflex oh. leagues. Potentially. Babs, Derrick Henry is going to go crush. nuts this week. He should crush. He's going to go freaking nuts this yeah. week. This Jags run defense has really started to fall apart yeah. in recent weeks. And, and we know Derrick Henry just has one of the best roles uh, in the league in terms of his bell cow snap share, bell cow lion's share of this uh their running attack yeah jack side i think is pretty straightforward too man like it's leonard fournette you're starting dj chark uh nick Foles is a fine deep streamer and, and outside of that yep. it's it's a pretty straightforward game i think yeah um moving on 
This is a big one for me this week, boys. I have a take that's going to make you happy. Okay. Yeah. Cowboys, Patriots. Uh, injuries, I mean, Amari Cooper's been banged up. Um, uh, obviously, I mean, you're going to play in this game. Uh, any other significant injuries? I know Mohamed Sanu is a question mark this yeah, week. Yeah, right? Right. Uh, Mohamed Sanu popped up this week with an ankle injury. Apparently, he hurt it in that uh, that Eagles game, which is maybe the reason why he went just total dust ball and went two catches for four yards, yeah. uh, which is which is more understandable. I'm sorry for hating on you, Mohamed Sanu, by the way. I, I like him, man. Yeah. I mean, just after that performance, I just thought he'd, he'd be much better. But it, clearly, he was not uh, not 100 percent. Philip Dorsett was in concussion protocol this week, but it looks like he's going to return. Um, you know, it's the Patriots, man. At, if Sanu is out, you're looking at our, our, our friends at Jacobian Myers. Yeah. And you're looking at Nikhil Harry. Yeah, Nikhil Harry and Dorsett. And obviously Edelman. Yeah, and and James White's going to get a lot of targets out of the backfield, too. Um, so so just a couple of notes on this game, because this is the game of the week, um, unless you are a Packers fan or a Niners fan. Hey, we um, just talked about Jags Titans. <laughs> Again, the game of the week. Um, so uh, the Patriots at this point right now, they're giving up the fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. Yep. They're giving up the fewest fantasy points to running backs. They're giving up the fewest freaking fantasy points to wide receivers. You know okay, what? So, they haven't faced a team that has near the talent that Dallas has okay. on offense, though. All right. So now, now you look at some of the, the – right. Some of the quarterbacks they've played have not been good. All right. I mean, there's, there's actually been quite a few. That's putting it The lightweight. one – Elite fantasy quarterback they've played was Lamar, and he was the QB three. Yeah. He, he diced them up. Yeah, okay, he went nuts. Um, I'm still starting Dak Prescott. Yes. Okay, and that's not me being a homer. Dak Prescott is a guy who can run with the football. He has been great in all but two games this year. Uh, from a fantasy perspective, I'm still playing him. Okay. Um, I know the matchup's not great. I'm playing him. The matchup's not great for Zeke. I'm playing him. Now, I will say this: if you have Jamison Crowder. Uh, if you have Jarvis Landry, if you have Cortland Sutton, um, I may think about sitting Cooper this week. Mm, I disagree. I think Cooper's right. I think this Dallas team is going to go out. Even against Gilmore. Yeah. I, I, you wouldn't play Crowder look, or Parker Steph- or Sutton over Steph- Cooper. Stephon Gilmore has been one of maybe the best cornerback in the NFL this year. But yeah. Amari Cooper, when he's been healthy, is uncovered. I get it. And Amari Cooper is back healthy. This week, he said... On Wednesday, his knee is fully right. He feels healthy. Last week, Fabs, he only played 50% of the team snaps. That's right. why he didn't have a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only did he see Darius Slay, but he barely played mm-hmm. in that game. If he's 100%, man, I, I, no one's going to cover him. No one's okay. going to cover him. And, and they, this team, Dallas can. Dallas is maybe one of the only teams in the league that has three receivers that can actually kind of stretch the field, move these guys around against the Patriots, and mm-hmm. get open. Yeah. I, I think Dallas wins this game. That was my take. I think Dallas wins. I think they're going to go into New England and beat, and beat the Patriots. From your lips to God's ears. I'm being, I'm be, uh, yeah, I think the Cowboys win this game. Look, Tom Brady is not the same Tom Brady. He is on I, pace. Tom Brady is on pace to throw for the most pass attempts in his career. I'm going to tell you and why the I Patriots like Patriots are 24th, 24th in yards per drive. They're like bottom 20, uh, excuse me, bottom 10 in points per drive, too. They can't run the ball. They're going to get Isaiah Wynn back this week, I think. But yeah. they can't run the ball. Brady has just been, you know, pedestrian efficiency wise this year i I think dallas can i think dallas can go in and shut him down it's just on paper dallas always sets up this way like on paper dallas has i think i think they can beat the patriots matchup wise it's just i have no confidence that jason garrett is going to go in and manage the game well are you are you starting michael gallup this week yeah yeah no cobb no you have yeah. so much more faith in the Cowboys than I do. Yeah. Maybe it's just me. Because, you know, ever since the, the dynasty think, in the 90s, I have 
had my heart crushed, I think, smashed, and destroyed time and time again. I think Cobb is as the, a Cowboys Cobb fan. is the only guy who gives me some pause here because the Patriots are play really good against in in the interior. But I think Cooper and Gallup are talented talented enough to beat these Patriots corners. And Dak, Fab's Dak is just white hot right now. I know he is. He is just white well, listen, hot. Listen, I'm playing him. Yeah. Here's why I like Tom Brady this week. Okay. You look at the Cowboys defense and and listen, maybe this is a complete, maybe this is a game. The Cowboys just get so up for this team that Tom Brady is mediocre in the last two games. The Cowboys have given up over 23 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. And one of them was Jeff freaking Driscoll. Okay. On the road. The week before it was Kirk Cousins who had a strong game. And if you look at the Cowboys opponents this year, haven't been good, okay? They haven't really been good against quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers, okay, Aaron Jones had four freaking touchdowns in that game, all right? He didn't need to do anything. The Cowboys have not... Sam Darnold had almost 20 points against us. Yeah. All right? Sam freaking Darnold. So, I like Brady this week. And maybe this is, again, me being a pessimistic Cowboys fan who's trying to jinx every way possible that I can because I want the Cowboys so desperately to win. Uh, I, I actually like Brady this week. Um, I don't like Sony Michelle. I don't care who he's playing against. Yeah. With Rex Burkhead in there, you can't, can't play, play him. Sony Michelle. Uh, Julian Edelman is, is obviously a must start this week. Are you fading the Patriots' defense this week? Mm. Atlanta or New England? Oh, New England. I, I just okay. Man, it's one of those things where it's just like there's there's not. This slate is really ugly, I think, and, and from a lot of different perspectives, and there's really not a lot of good defensive plays. Like, the Bills are an awesome play. The Saints are a really good play. And outside of that, for defense, it's just kind of, they're all kind of the same. Like, defense number three and defense number 12 kind of all look the same to mm-hmm. me this week. Like, the Patriots will probably be fine. They'll probably put up five or six points, yep. but yeah. All right, a quick question here, uh, mm-hmm. and then we'll get on to uh, our last uh, two games. So yesterday... Um, we saw a report that the Patriots were kicking the tires on Antonio Brown. Uh, that came from Christian Fourier from WEEI. Uh, uh, I know the guys over at WEEI. Uh, earlier in the week, Antonio Brown uh, posted a, a, an apology to Robert Kraft on social media. From what I've been told, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady did not want to cut Antonio Brown. It was all Kraft's uh, decision. And Kraft clearly has some issues with Antonio Brown and the way that he has behaved and the, and the things that he said in social media. Antonio Brown desperately wants to get back into the NFL, desperately wants to get back in the NFL. And um, the Patriots are hurting right now, a wide receiver. I mean, hurting, right? You know, they, they cut Josh Gordon. Uh, Mohamed Sanu, who they traded a second-round pick, is banged up right now. Uh, Rob Gronkowski ain't coming back. Mm-hmm. I picked up Antonio Brown in a bunch of leagues yesterday, because, and I didn't drop anybody good for him. You know, they were basically – Low end handcuffs are just, you know, guys that I had on my roster that were, were replaceable. Would you pick up Antonio Brown just in case? No, just in case. I've been off Antonio Brown this whole year. Okay. And I, I, I mean, sure, you, you could stash him. I mean, he might come back. I, I really have no inside information. I have, I have no idea okay. if he's going to no, come back. None of us know. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, there's been reports I, that, like, you know, I, it's not going to happen. Yeah. But I, I would be I'll put it this way. I'd be really surprised if we saw A.B. play this year. The Patriots lose this week to the Cowboys. I, and Mohamed Sanu can't play. Yeah. Robert Kraft might change his mind. We'll see what happens. So, I, I mean, listen, I'm not. I'm. I don't know. I don't know if the, all their know. moves, all their moves suggest that he's not coming back. Though, I mean, yeah. they just traded for Sanu. Right. Gordon, but but I, now I think, Sanu's banged up. I think Gordon fell. I think what happened with Josh Gordon is he just fell out of favor, and they're going to get yeah. Nikhil Harry back, who they've been, you know, yeah. trying to get back off IR here. 
Antonio Brown's a game changer, though, uh, even though I can't stand him uh, on a personal level. Anyways, all right, let's move on. Packers and Niners. Nabil's game of the week. It's not the game of the week, though. It's the Cowboys Patriots. Anyways. Um, See, I think this is game of the week. Stop. Right here. No. And then uh, we got Lamar. What do we got for Monday injuries? night? What do we got for injuries? Yeah, this game's not on Monday night. It's on Sunday night. Matt Breida, Emmanuel Sanders, and George Kittle are all banged up for this Niners team. Although George Kittle, like, yes. said that, so maybe. But, 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 we might see Kittle this week. He returned. Yep. Now, he returned to practice on Thursday in a non-contactor, so he's still yeah. not been cleared for contact. So the only way that you I, can play Kittle is if you have Dwelly as a handcuff. Right. I would be pretty surprised if Kittle plays. He, I, he's obviously a lot more injured than the, the Niners have let on. And Debo Samuel popped up this week with an injury. I, I think Debo, I think both Debo and Manny are going to play. I think Breed is going to trend But can towards. you trust either one of them? Like Debo more than Manny? I mean, Manny's sure. banged up, dude. Yeah, he is. And, and Debo's banged up too with a shoulder injury. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think you can play... Man, it, it's just I, I wish this game were earlier in the day because we would be able to know like yeah. for sure. Maybe we'll get a, we'll get word on Saturday or Sunday morning that yep. that Debo and and Manny are, are going to play. I think they're really strong receiver three plays this yeah. week. But if you've got like James, we've been talking about James right. Crowder. But if you got like James yep. Crowder, Devontae Calvin Parker, Ridley, you know, Cal, yeah, yeah Cal, oh Calvin Ridley for yeah, sure, smash. Um, yeah, if you've got any of those guys over over uh, Samuel and Sanders, and you're waiting until Sunday night, then go ahead and play them. Yep. Um, so. On the Packers side of things, obviously, Devontae Adams is a must-start. Uh, Jimmy Graham should be on your bench. Um, he's a name and no more. Aaron Jones, even though the matchup's not great, he's a must-start. I mean, obviously, that's that's easy. Now, Aaron Rodgers. Okay, Nabil, you're going to get a little mad at me here. Aaron Rodgers has given you fewer than 15 fantasy points six times this year. He's not only quarterback anymore in fantasy. He's not. No. Don't give me this stink eye, okay? Um, his last couple games haven't been great from a fantasy perspective. He's playing the Niners. Now, people are saying, well, Kyler Murray had 23-plus points in two games against the Niners in the last three weeks. 32% of Kyler Murray's fantasy production came as a runner. You're not getting that from Aaron Rodgers. And he had that huge play with Andy yeah, Isabella. That with was Andy a broken Isabel. play. You're not getting that. Right. Okay, you know, here's the thing. You run on the Niners. I feel like Rodgers is, is like, going to give you 16, 17 points. Like, I'm with you. I mean, if you want that, then, then take it. I'm with That's you. That's fine. But... He's not having a huge game. He, I don't think he scores over 20. I'm with Maybe you. I'm going to be wrong. But Rodgers has not been great from a fantasy perspective this year. He just hasn't. He's had some huge games, and then he's had a bunch of eh games. And it's the Niners, and it's a road game. Uh, I'm fading Aaron Rodgers this week unless I'm in a 2QB league. That's just me. Uh, last game. Ravens. Yes. Rams. Yes. Injuries. Now, we, we know that Brandon Cooks is coming back. And Robert Woods is back with the team. I mean, really, I hope everything's okay with him. It's a personal issue that we don't really know about. Um, so hopefully everything's okay with him. But it looks like he's going to be back. Yep. Right? Um, Goff will have his full complement of weapons. Yes. So that doesn't mean I'm starting Jared Goff. I want <laughs> nothing to do with Jared Goff. The only uh, – I have him in two leagues. I caught him in one. The other one is a super flex league. And, uh, yeah, you can't, play, is, you can't play Goff this week. Garbage. Especially after the um, Ravens just dismantled yeah. Deshaun Watson last week. Honestly, like <sighs> – <laughs> for Gurley, 25 carries last week. What do you have? 28 touches. That's what I want. Okay? Fabu wants that. If you watch Fantasy Island on NFL Fantasy Live, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Give Todd Gurley 25 carries a game for the rest of the season. Every game. Um, I, I'm playing Gurley. I don't love the matchup. I wonder if Sean McVay is going to do what the Rams need to do to win, which is run the ball and play good defense, or... 
whether or not McVay's ego is going to get in the way and he's going to want to throw the football, even though his quarterback is garbage right now. Look, I don't think it's an ego thing at all, man. It's just like they've been so banged up on the offensive line. Gurley has been not been right at times this year. I just think they've been so week to week with their game plan. McVay has just kind of had to string this thing together. And he's he's watching the same film we're watching. Jared Goff has regressed significantly here yeah, yep. uh, this season with this Rams team. He's just not playing well at all. But, hey, Lamar. I know. Night. Oh, yeah, man, I'm that's so gonna excited. Be a I'm so Mark excited. I've been, O'Donnell. I've, mean, been, like, I've been thinking about this game here's all the thing. week, man. Now, the Rams are tough against the run. Mark Ingram, I feel like, is still an RB2. Yeah. But I don't know that he's a great RB2 this no, week. No, he's a good RB2. He's a uh, Hollywood Brown, it, playing in Hollywood, you're going to be sat in fantasy leagues in Hollywood. You don't want anything to do with him. Uh, he's not 100%. He couldn't get it done last week despite and a favorable matchup. He's going to get Ramsey. And he's going to get Ramsey. So, sayonara. Uh, and Mark Andrews is a must-start, obviously, because tight end is just it's tight end. But... The question marks, I feel like, are with Cooks and Woods. And, and actually, Gerald Everett, too. Mm-hmm. What are we thinking? You know, I, I think Everett has just been all over the place this season. Uh, he, he's just, if you look at his game log, it's really been a roller coaster. Last week, uh, Everett came into that game with a wrist injury. Mm-hmm. And they basically sat him and, mm-hmm. and played Tyler Higby and this, this dude, Munt, over him <laughs> to play. <laughs> this dude, Munt. I, Wait, Ronnie Munt yeah. from uh, Howard Stern Show? This dude, Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't watch Stern show. How? What? Are you crazy? No, nah, man. I love Stern, man. I'm too young. Uh, I but love, yeah, it, no, stop it. I, You're they, not too young to enter, be entertained. No, he's awesome. It's so good. I'm not taking any, anything away from him, but no. Okay. Johnny Munt, they played Johnny Munt over, over Everett this past week. I think because they wanted to run the ball so much with mm-hmm. Gurley, yep. they knew that's the, the way they're going to beat Chicago. Yep. Um, and, and this week is different. I, I think you can play Everett just because... Excuse me. I think you can play Everett just because I think tight end is so so thin this week. Mm-hmm. But Cooks and Woods, it, it would take it would take a lot. You'd yeah. be have, you'd have to be in a really tough spot to put mm-hmm. them in a lineup this week. Yeah. I think. Okay. Uh, and Woods. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. Yeah. No I, thanks. I have both of those guys. Yeah. Uh, as fades for me. I think. Um, I mean, this week Rams defense fade. Ravens defense also a fade for me um, in this contest. Two of the two of the great fantasy kickers in this game as well. Justin True. Tucker. And Greg the Lake Zerline. True. Legatron. How about that? Um, all right. Uh, as, we, uh, as we wrap up here, uh, I want to give you an opportunity to take a look at what your fantasy stat of the week will be. Yeah. my, my, uh, my bold, So it's a stat of the week or are we doing like a bold call? Listen, pal. This is our show. We can do whatever the okay. heck we want. So you can either do a bold call right. or you can do your stat of the week. Whatever you want. This is your world, Graham Barfield. Yeah. We are just living in it. I think... I think I'll go with a bold call here. Let's do it. I'll go with a bold call. Okay. Not only do the Cowboys beat the Patriots this week in New England, Dak Prescott is going to finish this week as a top five fantasy quarterback. He's going to do it. It's killing me in a bit. Look, look they, they have the personnel to beat the Patriots. I thought we were friends. You're killing me. You're, you're breaking my heart. You're a Cowboys fan. I know, fan, but I'm you're backing your I, Cowboys. I, can't, I, I don't like when people think they're going to win. No, I, I, think, I don't like it. I think this is a good spot. I think Dallas is going to win. I think Dak's going to. You know, we lost gonna, to the Jets, right? Yeah. I agree with them. Nice. Listen, yeah. both I, of you. I, look, I think, I think Dallas is personnel wise, I think on offense, they can beat this team. And I think I think Dak, the path to Dak's success is so don't, multifaceted. Don't try to make me optimistic. The the path to Dak's success is so multifaceted in fantasy because if he doesn't have a great day passing, I mean he can mm-hmm. throw for like two hundred sixty yards, but he can still be involved in the red zone as a rusher. Okay. I, I think I think he's gonna have a really good game. All right. I, I think Dak's gonna put himself. Look, we've been talking about Lamar and Russ as MVPs. I think Dak is gonna throw himself into that that okay. conversation. See, as a Cowboys fan right now, 
I, I just look at we're going to win the division and get beat in the playoffs because that's what we do because uh, we haven't beaten anybody good. We haven't. We have not beaten a good team this year. Every good team that we've played, we've lost to. I'm sorry, Eagles fans. Bella Twins, I love you, by the way. Happy birthday. The Eagles are not a good team. Um, but if we beat the Patriots, then I'm going to end up starting to feel good about this team. All right. Um, so I, I got a couple of takes here. First off, interesting stat here. Uh, Daniel Jones, uh, based on the number of fumbles that he's had this season, if you project that over a full 16 games, he would tie for the NFL record in fumbles Ooh. for a season with Harry Collins. I was going to say, is it and Dante Culpepper. Yeah, Dante Culpepper. How about that? Culpepper did fumble a bunch. So the Bears defense is a great start this week. And here's another one. Darius, this is to you, bro. Darius Geis is end up being a top 15 fantasy running back this week. Yeah, I, I kind of like, like that too. Top 15. They should, they should. I don't have him ranked in my top 15. This is called bold predictions. Uh, I think he can do it against the Lions. I really do. The path is there. Lions the path are, is there. The Lions are bad. Adrian Peterson yep. banged up. Yep. Chris Thompson is, I guess, coming back. But yeah, yep. I like it too. I like that. Got me thinking about the Cowboys now. God darn it. All right, guys. That's it for this week. Week 12. You guys, uh, thanks for joining us. Make sure you come back on Monday when our pal Marcus Grant is back uh, and the trio is back together. Uh, good luck this week in your matchups. And... Uh, we will see you on Monday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a, a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit mortonbuildings.com and start your construction process with superior materials craftsmanship best in class warranty morton buildings are made to last for generations at morton the difference is in the details from their cutting edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field they are dedicated to surpassing expectations their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years and morton buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today.